I really feel like a zoo animal. Like that's where life's going for me. You know, you used to take your kids and go to the zoo and we used to be like, I want to see the lions. And you go out there and the lions are laid out. It's like, why aren't they doing stuff? Why aren't they doing lion stuff? I got people who call Odell dance. Like I'm a show monkey or something. Like I'm a puppet. You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. That was a pretty fantastic cold open. Man, <laughs> look, that was a response from OBJ on, it says, on negatives of being in the spotlight. This guy, Odell, wants the spotlight. He's not an NFL player that, you know, scores a touchdown and then walks back to the sideline because it's his job. He scores a touchdown and jumps around, you know, and brings a, puts the spotlight on him. Dude, so he, for him to say something like that, it makes no sense to me whenever, you know, you're out there kicking, punting goals and getting hit in the head with it and then go back and propose. Like, you want the spotlight. This dude absolutely wants the spotlight. And, I mean, when you look at it from that perspective, like, he's trying to play off as the guy that's just like, oh, you know, I'm I'm just a, I'm a real dude and I'm this. And like, nah, Odell, bro, you wouldn't have literally, like, kicked and, like, bitch slapped a kicking net and then went and proposed to it the next week at a game if you didn't want the he spotlight. He asked for the spotlight. Yeah. All right, and if you, like, what, what do they always tell us? If you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. Fuck yeah. He brought the spotlight on himself. He's got it. He's got uh, a big new contract to uphold. Huge contract. Okay. Highest paid, Highest wide, paid receiver. wide receiver. All right. He's got that. Now he's got that on his back. He's got the kicking net, which will never die. No. <laughs> All forever. And, he, and the one-handed catch that made him. And the one-handed catch that, well, no, he made himself. That, he made himself That catch made him. He made those kind of catches in college before he was on the big but stage. If it would, but listen, if it wouldn't have been for that one catch that night, he would not have have blown up to the place that he is now. Well, the Madden, maybe, maybe the, the Madden spotlight. The maybe the year. spotlight aspect. But yes. not his, and I would say, we're not talking anything about his skills, because his skills are amazing. They are. But, you know, but he's still Odell. This is inter- NFL is made for entertainment. It okay? is. Just it's, like this show is entertainment. It's not It's not made for anything else. And you, you get all this money, you get on this team, you make these amazing plays, you know, you get out there and dance without somebody telling you to. Yeah, they're gonna. They want you to dance, man. They they, they are happy to see you. You know, they they ain't saying dance like you're a puppet. They're they're saying, look, I love seeing you. It's you know, watching you dance after you score a touchdown. That's amazing to me. I'm a I'm a Giants fan. You know, or, or you know that person maybe. I mean, I'm, right, I'm a Giants fan, but. No, I mean, I feel, I feel it 100% because, like, at the end of the day, like, these guys literally work so hard their entire lives. They, like, put everything off to the side. They focus on this one thing, this one goal that they want, and then they achieve it. I see And it's now. like, I, I can understand, 
like you know it is a lot it, it can be overwhelming but like you wanted this and so like you should have already like prepared for the pros and cons of it kind of like in your own mind you can't just worry you know about everybody's opinions when you're an nfl player trying to get out there and you're trying to get out there and make money man hell yeah, yeah you have fun but don't worry about other people's opinions man go out there and do your do your game play football have have a, i mean you probably what his whole life He's wanted this. I mean, I'm not going to say. Yeah, that's what I was just born, saying. Like these players are literally brought his whole up. Life. They you got want it. This. You're there, man. Just go out there and play football. Embrace that me shit. Some, well, I don't have him. Okay, so I really don't want you to do well in fantasy because I don't think I have him in any leagues. <laughs> I don't so, own any shares of him you know, yet. I, I want to see you do okay. You know, because if you was on my team, I'd say I want you to go out there and slay out. But exactly, and a, and a big thing with that too, when you said like, don't worry about other people's opinions. That is huge, and that goes through everything in life. Like, you know, if, if you have that direction, like these players have this direction, they want to do that. If you literally spend all day long worrying about what everybody in the media is saying, worried about what everyone's telling you, oh, you ain't shit, you ain't this, you ain't that, then you're going to fucking become that if you let that fucking take over you. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know. That was just a, a quote we saw from him. You know, we wanted to get out our, what we thought about it. So It was just, it was a cool code, a cold opening. We've never had a cold open. Yeah. So it was good to do that. But getting back to where you're talking about, you don't own any shares of Odell. I don't. Um, you know, and I was just, I never got in the right draft spot to, to be able to, you know, I wasn't going to pick him fourth. You know? Right. And draft season's almost over. So. Well, some people could still draft, but basically all your good. All do your people really draft like, after week one? Yeah, they can. I think it's like week three or four or something. Yeah, it's when it you stops. Can still, you can still but draft. But who does that? What kind of a person would do that? I feel like if, if nobody did it, they wouldn't leave it open, though. I guess. You know, so some people, you know, maybe they're trying to get into it, or maybe they just, you like, know. Like people that live in the ocean, what, and then they come if, out one time a year, but it's only the week after week one. What Say, say if we did draft the week after week one, how would our draft strategies change? It would change everything. And then you would everything. already, like, but the thing about that is, is, like, you've already, like, will have, like, a win or a lose that for that first week. So you're literally just going to be, like, trying to oh, draft. Oh, no, it starts the second week. It starts the second week. Or I don't know. You, you know how the players are going to perform already. I've done. I've done. A, I've done an NBA league though, where I drafted a week after the game started, and like they had already had like a game and a matchup, and like it showed that like I won that that week. Okay. Well, I mean, even, even so, at least you knew how those players did in week. Yeah. One. Your draft strategy completely changed. ADP wouldn't matter for nothing. You nothing already know. You know how well a player is going to do. If you know the rookies, you know how good. You know you you would know. Well, I mean, you can't really Saquon judge Barkley. that off of like the first week. No, but people, I, I do see where would. you're coming people from. Would. It would, you know? Well, yeah. You see Saquon Barkley go out there and you know just score, go off, just go off, go the or completely, or completely tank. Or, How yeah, far would or he fall? Tank exactly. Yeah. So I mean, like that. I guess that is like a pro to it. But like, I feel or like that's say Antonio fun Brown the gets an ACL injury in the first snap. You know. Like anything just, can happen. Somebody anybody could. can get injured and you just But that's what week one's all about, not the suspension. The the suspension. But how bad does it suck? And you should you should be able to elaborate really well on your first round draft pick going down in week one. I'm gonna be able to expose why like I'm so low on David Johnson yet. Yeah, it's because I he like hurt my heart last year. Like he went down on me. Like I had him for the first year. I'm like, oh, this David Johnson guy, like I, he's on my team. And like for the for how it all worked out, it was all it was almost like 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 God already knew. Like he told everybody at my draft, like don't pick him. But he didn't tell me. <laughs> he didn't he, you know he wanted to pull his pants down and take a big cardinal shit. Well, you know, like me. he said, what, what happens? <laughs> he only gives you 
what you can handle, well, you handled it and you still won. So yeah, and I did. I, yeah. I came through with fifty-two waiver claims. <laughs> <laughs> like, but so the drafts are going right now. The OG um, streamer. OG streamer. Streaming that, your whole I team. Am, I am OG stream. OG stream right here. Nah, what were you saying? Uh, drafts are going on right now. We've already had the GGFS Pro Draft. That's already happened. Uh, great draft. You can go check it out. Uh, we posted it up on Twitter a while back. Uh, it was fun. The chat room was electric. Loved it. Um, you've had another draft. Uh, what was it? Monday night? You had a draft? Yeah, Monday night draft. Uh, we did the... Home le- your home league. Yeah, we did the amateur podcast Sunday night. We did the amateur... Yes, we did. We we crushed that one. And yes, then yes, we did. I am embarking on my first 14 team league this year and man it is uh it's something else this is deep yeah so i mean i'm experimenting I, you know we've got some people that are like you know dead set on it like and i'm pretty pumped up about this 14 teamer to see how it plays out we're playing on sleeper by the way which is a phenomenal app uh i suggest highly suggest everybody get that because like, you could really like take your your drafts to the next level with the way that it's laid out not just your drafts your information information your stats, we're seeing rankings, stuff break on here before Bleacher Reports break, or in just it. things that they're telling, just like the Adam Thielen, uh, his leg. Yes, did he, dude, that hurts no. me so bad. Well, it wasn't bad. He walked off the field. You know, he said it was fine. We walked off the practice. He doesn't need to walk off my fantasy team. Well, he almost, he happened. almost did. So and then I also had Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram had that blow to the head. I hope he's okay. Yeah, haven't really heard much about it since. So I got I got two of my my starters, man. They're already like getting some stuff in there. That's in our pro up. We'll say banged up. So. Yeah, a little banged up. Little and a little, little little scary. A little too close to home. But see, Bleacher Report chase. won't tell you those kinds of things, but Sleeper will. Sleeper is more along the lines of people telling you what's happening, not analysts. Just not, a whole bunch of like insiders, like yeah. that are on this, like as ad as admins, like. Things that the, the, the ESPN NFL don't have time to tell you about. And it's strictly fantasy-related stuff, too, which is amazing. I mean, you're going to get your news as far as, like, you know, you'd get everywhere else. But, man, like, just how quick they are. I love that. I know. Now, look, notifications can be kind of a bitch with Sleeper. So you have to be very careful because you could end up having, like, 100 notifications on your phone. <laughs> which that could have just been from, you know, that was just uh, the chat in the... Well, your the, chats and... Yeah, that was, but, well, that was just yeah. chat from, uh, what's it called? Oh, from mock drafts. Like, you have your chats and mock drafts. You still, like, if you're in a league on Sleeper, every time somebody says something in your league chat, like, it's just blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, okay. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so Sleeper it's Sleeper definitely needs to put in a... Notification on for this. Notification off. They for need that. their own notification settings inside Facebook the needs Sleeper it app. Too. Facebook needs. I looked for it today because I've been getting freaking suggested friends, and now it's starting to tell me every time somebody posts their story, and it's getting. I'm about to. I'm about to hit the delete button. That would be great. Join stop. me. Join me in the delete Facebook gang. Yeah. Let's not get on. Let's not get off. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was a. That was a squirrel. Yeah. It was a little bit of a squirrel. But so these drafts going by. I, I think right now. Uh, for for a lot of people, it's uh, what what we've kind of been noticing and what we've been seeing is just how people are drafting, like just the different people that you draft with. Because like if you're like us, we like to draft with a lot of people uh, that we've never really met now. And like now that you know, since we've you know been working with Garage Guys and and since we've been putting our content out there, you know we've kind of just attracted you know more of the analysts and we're playing with some serious XM guys. Uh, we're playing with some some other some other dudes off Twitter, and it's just like getting to see everyone's strategy of how they do it. Like some of the guys I I started listening to back in like 2012, 2013. I'm I'm getting to draft with them now, and I'm seeing how you know they're picking their teams, and it's uh it's different. 
for sure is different. You you see them reach a little bit further for players that normally you you'd like. You know, if you were in a home league, you know, home draft, you're like. You're going to have your guy you're, that picks you. You're just like, oh, yeah. dude, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. And then, like, they do it, and you're like, well, I can't really call him crazy. But maybe I'll it's call like myself. get paid for this. <laughs> I just you know? call myself dumb because I didn't think of it first. You know? like, well, Royce Freeman in the pro league, uh, I think Michael Florio picked him up. I, I don't. I'm, I want to say he went in like the third, maybe. Ah, it was. It he was went early. It was second or third. But I mean, now he's trending more in that area. But now, after the big news that dropped today, uh, supposedly Devontae Booker has been named the starting running back in Denver. How is this going to affect Royce? Because the Royce hype has been so huge this year. I don't know. I don't. The Royce hype has been new to me. I watched a lot of his. Uh, his college plays. I watched all of his plays. I you know got on YouTube because like, all the hype on him. I had to watch, like, see what he was made of. You know, not look at his stats, but look at his plays. The way that dude runs, the way he's he's a smart runner. You know, he's like a Ezekiel Elliott type runner. He's going to run around you. He's going to shake you up. He's going to get past you. Devontae Booker. I've seen him play in real games. He is nothing like no Royce Freeman. <laughs> and I don't get this. Uh, well, it's kind of <laughs> like the Tyrod Taylor Baker Mayfield thing. I think. Um, yeah, but I, I think work that's a little different out. because yeah, it will work. It'll itself work itself out. out. But but we all know like we we still we still have our uh, suspicions that Hugh is like just trying to like hold his word and and secretly wait for Tyrod to get hurt. Yeah, but it's still like we were talking <laughs> about like like the week one thing. Like if you were to draft after week one, this is something that now I have to determine whether or not I'm going to start Royce or not. Right, and you, you know, could have got trade value. Yeah, you know, so that's another thing too. But having, I, I still think Royce Freeman is going to play, man. I mean, we we've seen I mean, what yeah, he I know can he's do. Play. We've seen what the guy can do. We know it's probably going to be a split back set. It's uh, it, it, he's still going to end up getting that starting job, and I feel that. And and I really the job see that. doesn't really matter so much uh, as much with you know you talk about fantasy value because even even say he only gets half the snaps, it's about what he does with the half of those exactly. snaps. Exactly. So I think he's going to do better with those half the snaps, and by week two. He'll be the starter. It won't be a problem. You know, right. you'll know who's going to get the ball. They were talking about they wanted uh, Royce to be the uh, the third down guy, I believe, and then they wanted Booker to kind of be the the ground and or the Booker to be that pass catcher. So, I mean, we'll just have to see what happens with that. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to start him or not. It's I'm been, not going to tell anybody to start him. Right, and it's been a while since we've seen consistency in the running back position in Denver. Um, you know, C.J. Anderson had that pretty big year, and then he just kind of like flattened out. And so now it's good to like see you know a new rookie guy coming in. I'm I'm pretty hyped up for him. I don't own any shares of him yet, but I'm looking forward to my draft this Sunday. And I'm gonna have to determine where I'm gonna reach for him because now with this news out, I think that's gonna help me out a little bit more because well, I long still as definitely it, want him. As long as they know about it, you gotta make sure you know about it. It's like it's like one of the things when you're talking to somebody in your league and you like. Hey, bro, this guy's not starting. <laughs> no, well, see, this is this is one of the <laughs> home like, oh, leagues. Yeah, I'm not drafting that dude. Then you get him in the fifth round. You're like, <laughs> well, see, my league this week's coming up is going to be a. It's it's one of the, my home leagues, and like, it's all about. I have nothing but Dallas Cowboys and Saints fans in this league, so I know that like I wouldn't be surprised if Dak Prescott went first overall, <laughs> or Zeke. I know Zeke. Zeke will probably be the number one pick, um, or if um if. My uncle is there. It's going to be Kamara probably because he's just a huge Saints fan. And it's like, so I'm really looking forward to building, like, the Danger Zone squad. Like, Hell yeah. And just completely, like, wrecking shop on, like, on, like, the fam. So it's going to be pretty fun. It's crazy you said that because it's, it's like some of them, you have some people that 
draft, you know, their home team, you know, that they got, they have to do it because that's just, they have to have that for Sundays, you know? And then you have some people that draft teams that look like they're from like 2015, 2014. You've experienced that? Oh man. (laughs) It's like, you just look at their team and it's like no rookies. Do you ever evolve? (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know, like do do it's like they they sit there and talk this game like they know what they're talking about, what they're doing. They're like, oh, I'm gonna beat you this year and everything. And then they draft and you're like, yeah, you, you would have beat me in 2015. And then like, they're, but it's it's just 2018, right? They're going out there and like they're drafting 2018. Uh, who who they like 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 taking like somebody like uh, Isaiah Crowell and they're like everybody oh, over man, 27. Cleveland's been hot this year. Isaiah Crowell's gonna be great. It's like oh, he's with the Jets, bro. It's like they're biased. <laughs> you gotta have somebody over 27. You know. It's, oh ugh. my god. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I totally, I totally get it, man. Because like I, I know we we had some mock drafts uh, that went down this year that we were doing, and like we started seeing that with some of the people that we've you know drafted around for so long. And I think that the thing about it is, is like. You know, it's all about what you put in in the beginning of the season before you get to your mock drafts, and, and you, you can, start realizing a lot of people don't really. Don't, they don't. They don't. They're not paying attention. No, they're not paying attention. They're not seeing the new. They're not seeing the the good, um, the possibilities, the changes in, in schemes, the changes in um, acquisitions on new rookies, and what's going to change the game plan and coaches moving around and. Uh, I yeah, and know. people people are doing these kind of things, and they're putting up a lot of money to play in these leagues too. Which yes, is scary. They are. If I'm going to put my money up, I don't care how much it is. If I'm going to put my money into something, that's an investment for me. I'm going to do my damn due diligence. Oh yeah, and I'm going to take the time. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. Not everybody's into fantasy like me and you are. Probably, you know, that you have your select people in the world that that love fantasy. They do this for a living. They want this, and like this, is their life, and they love this shit. But. You're literally going to put up a lot of money like that, and then draft the team that would have like won you uh, your your league in 2014, and then do it again. And, like and look, picking Marshawn Lynch as your starting running back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's forced upon people. Oh, but, um, you know, and we could be completely wrong. This this team could just get out there and slay it out, and you know, prove that no due diligence is needed to freaking draft and play fantasy because you don't know what's going to happen in fantasy. You old really, dogs can it, learn new tricks. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find out this year. Their joints. We're gonna have to remember bad. this. Remember these these teams that are drafted like this. So we'll we, see. We'll we, always see. We got to. We got to for sure. So I know. Uh, talking a little more, like in the the middle of the rounds of the drafts, we we kind of we kind of started talking a little bit, and this this guy's name came up. Uh, I think it was either late last night or early today. Um, one of the running backs that I've been kind of low on, just the whole team actually. I just I haven't liked anything out of Miami so far this year. Uh, news dropped supposedly that Adam Gase came out and said Kenyon Drake's going to be getting fifteen to twenty carries and will see about six to eight targets a game. I mean that's some that's some pretty cool news. That's that's very good for considering you know if you're going to have two running backs, you know if you're going to have two running backs running the ball for a team and he's getting fifteen to twenty carries. That's basically almost all the carries. Would you consider how how many you know how many plays in a game versus how many times they throw the ball? Right. You know now unless they're going to run the ball fifty sixty times a game, that would want, you know that would put him a third of the time getting the football. But I think it's going to be closer to thirty five to forty. So he's he's going to get over half of those carries of every game. Something is going to happen with that run game. He's going to get some passes. He's going to get some yards. I, I love him. I, I I'm high on him. Like I don't even know. Like right now he's on my bench. 
Well, I'm I really think, stacked at running backs, but he's on my bench, and I'm thinking about starting him over Royce if this if something doesn't come of this Royce deal. Yes, and that's what I was about to bring up right there is because like what I've been noticing is like Royce and Kenyon are kind of going around the same area. So this Royce news definitely helps Kenyon Drake stock, especially with this coming up right now. And you know, a good fantasy analyst or somebody that is just like a student of the game itself. You have to be able to admit when you're wrong. You have to be able to learn to educate yourself more. And you got to be okay with changing your opinion sometimes. So I think this is a vocal point where I'm starting to change my opinion a little bit on Kenyon Drake now. I think this is where you're going to start seeing that Freeman decline a little bit, maybe a round or two. And then you're going to start seeing Kenyon Drake kind of take more of that presence. Because it's just been, that's just kind of the trend that I've been seeing. I mean, I've seen Freeman go over Kenyon Drake. I have too every time. And so now I think that this news coming out will really kind of get Kenyon where he probably does need to be because you can't forget what he did do last year. I mean, like right there in the crunch time, I mean, he he got people some numbers, man. I think yeah, he had he a couple games where he was in the 30s. And I think he ended up, you know, they ended up um, out of the playoffs, you know. And when did Ajayi get traded? It was trade deadlines like week six or seven or something. It was sorts. it was like around the middle of the season yeah. is when he got that trade. That when he got through. the trade, then can you, can you, they, they obviously traded. It was Jay him and Williams. They, they had somebody. Him so. and Williams were split back, um, and then Williams I think went down, and it was just Kenyon. And I actually had picked up Kenyon, and I dropped Kenyon. He got picked up by somebody else, and then regret. That, yeah, well, not really regret, but it's just like you know, take my notes. Remorse. Learn, yeah, learn from it. Because if I yeah. would have had Dion Lewis last year and Kenyon Drake, oh my God, it wouldn't have even been. Would have been easy. That would have been a cushion for yeah. me, you know. So with Kenyon there, I think that's one of the uh, that's one of the big big highs for the draft. If you still have some drafts coming up, I mean, that definitely bumps up his stock, in my opinion. And uh, I think he, with, with everything else going on there, uh, with you know Kenny Stills, Danny Amendola, uh, Devontae Parker. You want to talk about that guy? Uh, he's got a. Uh, he might not. He's not catching footballs in practice right now. Um, I think it's his finger. One of his fingers are hurt or something. He's not catching. We don't even know if he's going to be starting. I feel like he's been hurt for three years. I don't because know. They, they, everybody was hard. so high on him. Yeah, but I mean, because he has not produced. He has not showed us that. Like, like he has not lived up to his hype that he has. So I really don't understand and like how this is going to. To, to, to really transpire over the next course of the next week or so with drafts because I've been seeing people really like beat him up big time and like I've watched some people get completely like shit on for taking him like Josh Hayes when he took him like in like I think it was like what the 12th round Howard Bender just like completely just like took the like just took a Twitter shit on him like just started like it went into this huge fucking rant like it was hilarious and he's just like oh well oh well it's like nah dude it's like I'm pretty sure that you you thought you were getting a steal on Devontae Adams and it, you picked <laughs> the wrong Devontae like like Devontae is going super high this year and like there's a reason and like I mean he's the guy now in Green Bay and speaking of Green Bay, you just got a quarterback that got a huge fucking contract extension. He is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL now. A.A. Ron gets the bag, a four-year, $134 million extension. That's you, huge, man. That's you know, huge. You know how many Mark Jacob backs Danica is buying right now? <laughs> like, she's at the Gucci store, the Louis store. She's buying the stores. They but got you know, franchises just to, now. Just to reiterate what we talked about earlier... Did you see Aaron Rodgers flexing on anybody? No. No, you didn't, huh? He composes himself. Hmm, I wonder who flexed on some people. The only they got flexing? The, they got the big wide receiver contract. Oh. I wonder who was making a big deal about all of his money. 
Like he was. He I, was I'm just. He, I'm Sterling just. Sterling Shepard was hype, but then did you see the one guy that was? It was some player from the Giants that was in there, and like he was sitting there, and they were like, "Oh, this is going to be a cancer. This is going to be a cancer for the Giants locker room." It's just like it's only a cancer if you make it a cancer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're out there and you're doing all that celebrating, it's like, look, dude, you're you only just a got puppet paid. if you act like one. Yeah. So perf- like, like, just get out there. Come on now. And like, give your best. That's what Aaron's gonna do. Aaron's gonna get out there and he's gonna fucking play his ass off this year, not because of the money. And he he's did played it. his ass off before. He did he's it with, play his without ass off again. them. I mean, he every every NFL player is gonna get money. Like, and it's gonna continue regardless. to rise. The, the the caps will have a huge rise next but year. But Aaron plays like like he plays like he already makes that amount of money. Like he's just like and because like, he just believes in being the best him that he can be all the time, and he got rewarded for it. And so that's the same thing. It's like yeah, I don't know, think it'll change anything for Aaron. OBJ was up, OBJ was down, and like I was listening to somebody the other day, and they were talking about like I think we're going to see the same OBJ. It doesn't matter like what kind of money he yeah. gets. He's going to have his high weeks. He's going to have his low weeks. It's just going to be up and down. So. He's just going to have a higher standard to, to uphold. And and Aaron's yeah, not, you know Aaron's Aaron's still he's always going to have to uphold his you know his stats and what he does and everything. But I mean he's not going to be any difference I don't see a decline if, if what you're getting at is there's no decline coming for Aaron Rodgers oh hell no soon. no the only decline that could happen was like if something happened again like last year God the only thing that don't want that to happen the only thing that he can decline year. in is to stop killing his wide receivers and cussing them out after they make a bad play <laughs> dude, he's, just, he's tough on them dude look, he don't I'll, give them no slack I want to see the stash come back I want to see the stash come back for for old uh, for old for old Aaron I like that. And now, A-A-Ron. Yeah, and now you got uh, Andrew Luck. He's he's rocking the stash now. That's another guy. T.Y. Hilton, man. You know what? You like For how many years now have I been just like, fuck T.Y. Hilton? Oh, uh, let's see. How many years has, has Andrew Luck been injured? Let's see. That was at least two. <laughs> at least two right, years. And then the two years before that, when Andrew, what, was, Andrew Luck was there for one year before that. But, th- yeah, T.Y. is going to be a hell of a player this year. He didn't work out for me to get him um, in any of, the, any of the other leagues. I don't think I ended up getting him in the pro league, did I? I'm not sure. I gotta I start, know. dude. This is my first time playing in four leagues, and it's gonna—it's just gonna be insane. It's, yeah. It's, oh. I've learned. Yeah, I've learned that. Don't be the guy that signs up for every league because you're gonna spread yourself thin as shit. But Ty Hilton is somebody I'm actually looking at this year. Now that Andrew Luck's back, I know Ty is ready. Ty well, Andrew ready looks back for now. For now. For now. He looked pretty damn good. He and we talked about it last week about how he got sacked and like he's just like I feel good. I'm so he was, glad he, said he was glad he got sacked, so you're gonna get injured. But just yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. The injury bug, the, the injury uh, bug always. Juice attacks. says what? It's contagious. It's contagious. It's contagious. Oh, we got hard. If it's contagious, okay. <laughs> if it's contagious, then why in the world would you go and sign a quarterback that only plays every other year because of injuries? Okay, so let's. All right, yes. So now you know where I'm going with it. Yes. Okay. So the Saints. Traded for Teddy Bridgewater. I saw a tweet go out back uh, when the Saints were playing the Cardinals. Uh, Teddy was playing with the Jets in the preseason game. There was people everywhere just like, man, the Saints need to trade for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, a guy named Nader that I follow on uh, on Twitter was like tweeting about it, and I'm like, you know, damn, like it could make sense, but it's preseason. Like he's out there. He's been out of the league for two years now. No, he, he well, he's been out. He played. 
What, what year was it? What you were in seventeen? Seventeen. He played. He didn't play. I think, I think he got hurt. But when Sam Bradford came there, like he got hurt, and then like they got Bradford, and then that's when he started. That was twenty sixteen, and then twenty seventeen. They had uh, Keenum in, and Bridgewater was you know he was back up at that point, and so now he's with the Saints. I, I don't know what two it attempts is. in twenty seventeen. Two attempts. Is that the stat two route attempts. stat? The stat route the night? stats. Two attempts. The stat route stat of the night. Come on, man. Two attempts. So Two attempts. You know, there, there may be room for growth here. I really don't know. But as I'll, long as it's know. not contagious. Who's going to catch the injury bug from Teddy coming why over do, there? Why do the Saints love, like, injury comeback stories? Like they, Katrina, they, bro. Yeah, I guess. Katrina. I mean, that's where it all started. They got yeah. Drew Brees. You know, he had that bad shoulder injury. Chargers traded him off, uh, and then he came to the Saints. And then but Drew Brees was a diamond back. in the rough. Okay, Drew Brees was good before. Yeah, you're not going to see that shit happen all the time. I'm not I mean, saying Teddy's was, not good. I'm just saying, you know, we've seen glimpses. Drew Brees can throw in one year the amount of yards that Teddy Bridgewater has thrown his entire career. And that's factual. Yes. That is factual. It's like 6,200 yards is his, is his, his, how many yards he has passed for in his career. Drew Brees has gotten over 5,000 yards five times. I mean, you could have got Lamar Jackson. And they took Davenport. It Which hurts. I'm not bad about Davenport. It but hurts. You could have, you, you made a trade to trade up. And, 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 Lamar Jackson sitting right there. You can have Lamar Jackson, Jackson sitting behind Drew Brees. Now you got Lamar Jackson sitting behind the the elite. And look what Lamar look, look what Lamar did. Look, like he tricked an entire defense, scored a touchdown. Like this kid is amazing. Like why did we pass up? We know that Drew's not going to be here forever. Like you know, you know who else tricked all defense? Danny Etling. Danny fucking Etling. LSU quarterback yards and and I gotta bring it back. Carry eighty six yard run against the Giants defense didn't look good. Did not. Yeah, Bettinger, Bettinger, it's it's I'm 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 betting you're gonna have a bad fucking season. (laughs) Like man, I was so excited whenever you told me that uh, that New England got him because. You never believed me. I didn't, but Bill Belichick. I don't know if he sees something or. You know, because he obviously, you know, he he's got Brady. He, he had Garoppolo, Etling. I don't know if Etling just like won the fifty-three man roster spot or not. That dude just made an eighty-something yard run, eighty-six yard, eighty-six yard carry. quarterback like, carry. That's some Deshaun Watson shit. Yeah, that's some Aaron Rodgers shit. And like, and, and that, Aaron can't my, do it because he ain't fast enough. But he he he'll, he'll he'll break out there. They'll just catch up with Aaron. Well, look look at how Tom Brady was, man. He came out of Michigan. Nobody really saw much in him. Sixth round. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that they got Edling in the sixth round. What if what we're seeing right now is some crazy shit? I'm going to be so pissed. I'm oh, just going to be completely pissed because it's man. like, you know, you could have helped us get that. Nat- and, dude, I'll tell you one thing about Danny Edling. If you want to look up anything, look up, look up uh, last year whenever he got slammed to the ground and busted his nose open or his forehead or something and got that horrible, horrible tackle, just a hell of a hard hit. And that man got right back out there. He was out for one play because they made him. And then he got right back out there. He put a band-aid on, 
Danny Etling might be one of those rare birds that were just like mediocre as shit in college and just shine in the NFL because at the end of the day, a Super Bowl is way more satisfying than a national championship. Yeah, it's like some of that shit that Jalen Ramsey's talking about. He's like, Oh well this quarterback this this quarterback made this wide receiver look good. This wide receiver made this quarterback look good and all that. You know what? The only thing I can believe in that is is Bill Belichick can make some motherfuckers look good. Exactly. He really yeah. can, and he's going to continue to do it. But going back to Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey's talking about everybody, and I really honestly can say this. is like I don't appreciate somebody being that way in the league. I mean, like, yeah, you know, when you're, when you're able to, like, back your shit up. Maybe it's just something like, um, you know, maybe he's trying to be a puppet. Maybe he's trying to get in the spotlight. Oh, he's definitely trying he's, to get he's the going up to media people and saying these kinds of things. You know, he's not he's not saying this on the field and it's getting overheard. He's walking up to the media and putting out all of his it, like it, like he's planning for an early retirement to get on. You know, trying to be a uh, trying to be an analyst. Yeah, Romo yeah. want to be like Romo and be able to call this and call that. It's like, dude, shut your mouth, play football. Yeah, dude, like you're young in the league, man. We get to do that. You don't get to do. Yeah, that. you don't get to do both. <laughs> you just you, you need you need to just be focusing on like your performance and just bringing your team to a Super Bowl because you got so fucking close last. Last year, and you're sitting there talking about how you're going to a Super Bowl, you're going to do this, and you didn't follow through on your word. So you already kind of have a cry wolf mentality thing going on right now. You just had a wide receiver go down from your team, uh, Marquise Lee shut down, and that's another thing we can get to talking about. We have two new fantasy wide receiver games coming up, or players that were not really high on the radar, but are now. Keelan Cole and my boy Dante Moncrief are about to take over that Jags wide receiver core. We've been a little high on Moncrief. You know, we've been talking about him. We've been talking about Moncrief. I like, I like Queef, me some Creef Creef. Creef Creef. I have Adam Humphreys in one league and I have and the 14 team man. Got him really late. And I have Dante Moncrief. And my team name is A Humphin and a Creefin. <laughs> I like it a lot. So yeah, Dante Moncrief, man. I mean, he had he had a couple of catches in that preseason game where, where Marquise Lee went down. Marquise is on IR. Uh hope he really gets better, man. You, you always hate to see, you know, one of your big playmakers go down like that, especially after Hearns being Next gone. man up though. Yeah, next, next man up Keelan Cole is what they keep saying. So Keelan Keelan's got that spot. Everybody's like, oh, Keelan Cole, Keelan Cole. I'm a little different. I really think that Dante Moncrief has what it takes to become the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. I don't. Which is why I'm hot. Now, why don't, don't you? DJ Chart, he's going to do it. Oh, the DJ. He's going to make my dreams Go come DJ. true. Go DJ. That's my DJ. I'm telling you, give him some time. Well, he's definitely going to be in the game now, for sure, with Lee out, because somebody's got to step up his he'll, yeah, he'll definitely be on the starting three. So, Well, I think so, at least, unless they pull something else and, you know, I mean, sign Dez Bryant or something. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know. Look, the history has shown that the Jags like to pull in and pull out wide receivers like the Browns have liked to pull in and pull out quarterbacks. That's just kind of the way it has been in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. you know, now, you got Austin Safarian Jenkins there like we've been talking about. ASJ's been a big pickup. Shout out to Howard Bender for throwing that one at us. Because, like, I was remember when we were sitting there and we found out about that. We were talking to Mike, actually. It was Mike. Yeah, we were talking to Mike Dempsey about it. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, wow. And then that's when we learned about Moncrief, too. Shout out to Mike Dempsey being the Jaguars' real OG. Love us yeah, but Mike. he dogged my boy DJ Chark. He did do that. He did do that. I don't man. know why he did that. Look, we're gonna see this year now, especially now. Especially he doesn't when care. He three. doesn't care about your Tigers. Go Tigers! He doesn't care, care about, about your Cocho Cocho Tigers. Cocho 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 didn't even get this guy though. 
No. So he was just kind of there. No, he was. He got <laughs> better. Less, less, less uh, recruited him. He did great in college. You know, if DJ Shark is really going to step out, I mean, like, it, I mean, it, it's a possibility that he could. But I really think, like, when you look at Dante Moncrief, and he had that that really good season. Uh, I think who, when was it? Um, it was back. I remember that was when I made the, the Keenan Allen trade. Uh, Moncrief had it a season before. It was 2015 or 2016. Had, yeah. Whenever T.Y., I think T.Y. got hurt. Yeah, and then Moncrief stepped up. So, I mean, he's yeah. already had that mentality where, like, hey, if you need me, I can step up he and can be, be a number wide one. receiver one. And I really think that with him now being with a new team and a new offense, uh, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of that because, like, Doug Marone likes to, likes to, likes to do his thing. You've seen this team – come up almost get a Super Bowl last year and so now I think he's really has a platform where he can really like get back into that groove again and he can get fantasy relevant again and I really think we have to wait till after week one we will but I really think I'm gonna say this they're going up against the Giants it's the Jags and the Giants in week one why not give him a flex spot if you have no if you don't have any better options and Dante Moncrief is there yeah in a deeper league 14 team or 16 team or whatever I'm starting Dante it's happening. Dante Moncrief is in my wide receiver slot. I have three wide receivers in the 14-team-man league. But if Keelan Cole is an option, I mean, could yeah. possibly like an eight-man. We're going to really in an see an eight-man league, Keelan Cole could probably be on the waivers. An eight-man. That's it. And you, But you can't forget Leonard Fournette. That's still pretty much his team. Oh, yeah, for sure. At this point. So, I mean, you Blake definitely know. combat. Bortles combat. Blake Bottles Bortles. Got to love it. So, that's happening. If we want to go ahead and and talk about something that's not really player related, uh, that that we just found out about the other day, uh, that's going to really kind of change and shake up the NFL itself. So we we found some news out now. We all know about the sports betting thing, how it's legal everywhere. Uh, we're going to start possibly seeing some team sponsorships by casinos. Casinos. Yeah, and it's, it's, I read that it was partially because of the the Raiders. Uh, stadium in Vegas, right? Yeah. So that's Vegas, not kind of yeah. where it's coming from. Um, I'm not sure if the Draft Raiders stadium, stadium is how amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is it? I don't know if it's sponsored yet. I don't know. It's not. So DraftKings can be sponsored by. It can be sponsored now by a DraftKings Draft sorts. It can be sponsored by casinos. Uh, the only thing is, like the casinos can't turn around and. Uh, promote their business by using the NFL. It's like we can promote you, but you can't promote us. This is kind huge. This is huge because, like, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. DraftKings is, in my opinion, the number one DFS site. I love playing my DraftKings on Sundays. Did I just say that on on, on live? Did I just say that? You I, did. I live. You did. Um, um, I have property in Mississippi, and I live there. <laughs> so, but yeah, I love playing my DraftKings, man, and like so, getting to see that become more mainstream. This is only going to help fantasy football become more mainstream. It's like we're already seeing that. But big the, trend. The, the problem is, you know, you've already got betting uh, casinos. You know, the, the Las Vegas bets that you know where you used to could only do it in Las Vegas. You know, you've got the injury reports. The the NFL is the the NFL tells teams they have to report injuries. For betting, for I don't betting. like that. Richard Sherman came out and he spoke about that. He spoke last about that year. last year, and this could yeah. be a bigger thing. And you know, Richard Sherman could have known a little bit about more, a little bit about all this that was going down to say that it could be getting you know a little bit tighter on. He this. heard it from yeah. William McGinnis. Yeah, and, I, and we don't want. I don't want to see the betting get any deeper into football. 
Okay, the bed. It's gonna be. Mo- it's gonna be every sport. I mean, it, it is. It's, but it's, 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 and it's, it's always just, been I don't there. Want it to be there. It's not. It shouldn't be a part of of football because of you've seen in the past of players throwing games. You know, it's happened before. We we haven't catch. We haven't been catching as much. Michael Jordan. It could basketball. be basketball. I mean, and it he sucks. still have that scandal. It sucks, and I don't want it to be a part of football, man. You know, you realize how bad it could be if you're in your, you know, week sixteen championship, and somebody gets to your quarterback. You know, say if it was Blake Bortles, you know, hurting for money or something that you don't know about, and they get to him and make him throw a football game, throw five interceptions in a football game, help you lose a fantasy game. That ain't right. It ain't the way it should be. It's not. It's not right. It is, but but like you know, I mean, we don't really know if those things really happen unless they're exposed. Like I was saying with the whole Michael Jordan thing back in the nineties, you really didn't know what was happening. I mean, he was putting money on himself. <laughs> like, well, I mean, Floyd Mayweather puts money on himself all the time. Yeah. You know, and that's boxing. But it's still as long the same as you're putting concept. money on yourself to win. Yeah, it's still the same concept of what you're saying, though. I mean, it's just it's always existed. Bookies have always been there. They're always still going to be there. But now it's just it's 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 okay to do it now. It's legal to do it now. They're doing it in the casino. I'm talking about the in, the infiltrating. The yeah the, yeah. I'm not the, talking about the possibilities. And, I'm talking look, about changing the game because of it. And and for all we know, that could have that could be going down now. That's what that's I'm saying. What I'm saying. Like, we know it this, is, and it's only it's only getting in in more close. You know. Gets the, but as the, soon as the, something like the, that would come out, it would be, get to yeah. go to the stadium now, legally, legitly, get to talk to the players now because they sponsor, they get closer to the players, you know. And I'm not sure if I'm 100 on it. I don't know if it's a good idea. And I get it, but I really think that if that's the case, that's been going on for a long time, and that would pretty much unhinge sports in in general. That's what I'm saying. You're right. It has been going on, but I'm saying it can go on more. Right. Okay. I'm not just, saying it's not happening. I'm not saying that it's changing it. It's letting it happen. I'm saying it's gonna, it can, it's gonna let it happen more. In my opinion, I don't think, I don't really think it's going to. I think as long as you just kind of look at it as like, hey, don't look at it so much of like, you know, this might become like a new norm. Look at it more of like, you know, they're still playing, they're competing or whatever, they're still doing, it and just kind of like it happened the way it happened. Because if you sit there and think about it for too long, you can really drive yourself insane, wondering like, is all sports a lie? Has it always been about this? Is this what it is? And you can really start. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take it to the complete extreme, Jim yes. Carrey number was twenty-three. Going to the extreme. It was more like a, <laughs> a possibilities. You know, casinos get. It's like, um, you know, the water company getting in with the sewage company, and the water company saying we're going to put more water so that y'all get more sewage. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they play hand in hand with yeah. each other, and it's getting. It, it, it gives them. They get it's a shitty to, analogy. You know, it's a shitty intended. analogy. No pun intended. <laughs> but, you know, it's like they get to helping each other, and then it, you know, because big business in this in this country is right now is the the big, not really businesses, because businesses. When I say business, it reflects more towards small business to me, but uh, the big companies, the larger corporations, corporate America, you know, they're all about making money, and that's what this deal is for. It's to make the NFL more money. It's to make the casinos more money, and uh, in turn. Make the betters more money, right? So. And I'm, I'm just personally happy because, like, I do want to see DraftKings get more involved. DraftKings, like, I'm not talking about the DraftKings. I'm happy. You're about talking, about talking about betting spreads and casinos. Yeah, get that, and that's always still going to be very big. But I really think that this is going to start really like pushing because I feel like our generation, like, yes, yeah, sports betting will always be there. But you're starting to see a lot more of the trend of the DFS thing, and like, because it's just it's more fun. You and like it's just it's more appealing, and it's not as, as maybe mundane. for our generation. But definitely not towards yeah. anybody above our generation, because above our generation, they like to bet on the spot. They like to bet, um, 
over-unders on games, not so much right. as, as just players. And that's where the whole, too much argument, to think about. the whole argument of skill and betting comes into because fantasy football is looked at as a skill game, but in some states it's betting, in some states it's a skill game. You know, at the end of the day, if you're winning money off of something that, I mean, I feel like in this one it's not as much of a gamble, and I really do feel like fantasy is a skill thing. So I'm just excited to see DraftKings really start taking a bigger part. And, you know, I... I, I say this all the time. I'd love to see DraftKings on a NASCAR. It wouldn't be bad. <laughs> it would be really cool. It'd be really cool. So let's go ahead and get into Hard Knocks. Let's get it. Let's do Hard Knocks. I like Hard Knocks. The new Hard Knocks episode dropped this week. Um, funny ass shit went down. Uh, they were they had the rookie show, is what they called it, I believe. Uh whoa 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 okay okay never mind never mind. uh breaking news just found this out we had to take a pause for just a second uh Jimmy Garoppolo has just announced an endorsement not formally announced formally but not formally announced but it says he signed an endorsement contract with Jordan Brand oh Jimmy G Jimmy G the new the new young stunner you think it had Jays. anything to do with the with the prostitute i mean um porn star? escort porn star that he had with him. yeah it wasn't an escort it was straight up a porn star it was a porn <laughs> star 100% so that that's exciting swiping on tinder getting a porn star who who did he turn down did he turn <laughs> anybody down he didn't turn jordan jordan brand down i know no, that he did not he had he had other offers though didn't he how many i wonder how many nfl players are endorsed by Jordan Brown. Jordan Dude, Brand. I, I I can't think of any off the top of my head. Maybe we could. No, no, I do. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas Michael is Thomas Jordan Brand. Is? Okay. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, hometown guy. Well, anyway, that's great. Good for Jimmy G. Back to Hard Knocks. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> so back to Hard Knocks. Um, we were talking about the rookie show. Uh, was hilarious part of the episode. One thing that was not hilarious, though, that happened after this episode aired... Uh, our, our our good pal Michael Kendricks that was uh, that was released from the Eagles picked up by the Browns he's now been cut by the Browns he's going home for insider trading and he's it, just trying to get his money man he, you know he should have been the one on the board telling him how to and he might have been just not on camera but what's but what's so ironic about it is that he was doing it, like almost like the same thing insider trading like giving away all the secrets yeah to the Eagles on the it's, like, it's like they all already knew that it was gonna happen they're like man look at this dude on it's here like, giving the giving all the Eagles stuff let's, up. Show, let's go check into him let's see what's up yeah let's show let's show the world what kind of person he is and then cut him for insider trading because he's given inside information but on the, I don't understand the only thing that it says is he got information that was not public. So I mean, I mean that's real shit. Dude. Wouldn't that just be like you know a hey bro? Let me let you know something. You know, it's, let it's you that simple. Up. And it's like man, you make one point two million dollars off of it, and now I mean, look at the federal charges. That's serious shit. Know? Like from my time on Wall Street when I was living in New York, I mean that was a huge thing, and people would talk about. It. I mean, it happens every day too. Like this, that happens every day. People that run companies. They said it was like two years ago when it happened. Yeah, and what so, was it? He had an account at Goldman, didn't he? Yeah, it was Goldman Sachs. So I mean, that, this kind of stuff happens every day, but it's <laughs> like you know, it's just like you know, when when sometimes people fuck up, it's just like, well, you fucked up. It's like, yeah, well, didn't get caught. So <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things that were not great. So uh, R.I.P. to the career for your insider trading. Maybe so we won't see him on Hard Knocks anymore. No, he won't be on Hard Knocks. He was the early cut. 
So we're still waiting for the cuts to come for next week's episode, and we'll be recapping that too. But getting back to these rookie videos, so I think the funniest one, Blake Jackson, which is a, a wide receiver for the Browns, had the best like dub over Jarvis. It was uh, perfect. <laughs> it's contagious. It's contagious. We don't care if you ain't got neither leg. You can't walk. We're going to find a way to get you out there. They straight up put old dude on a golf cart and made him lay there. I don't care if your legs don't work. You got to get out there and you got to do it. It's contagious. And he's just like catching the ball. The dude had the two boots on with the toe drag. Yeah, it was <laughs> like good. Was, hey, that was legitly, like, that was one of the best toe drags I've ever seen. That was so well put together. And then, and then of course you got Baker Mayfield. We all saw the video a couple weeks ago where he was like John Dorsey and he was just like, I your boy, boy. How's it going? This is John Dorsey. Um, but he added a little bit that wasn't in that video to uh, the end of the video. Yeah, so we all kind of see got to see where that all came from. So I, I think it's really awesome what the Cleveland's doing. And like it, it, this, but this I'm, okay, knocks. honestly, are they playing too much? There's a there's a, there's a, there's a you know a certain amount of play. You know, you go to New England, you don't get no play. You go to Cleveland, get you too get much play. play. You look at New England's championships versus Cleveland's win-loss record. I mean, look, the Patriots have won more Super Bowls in the last fucking four years, three years, all right, than Cleveland Browns have won games. How far do you think Bill Belichick would slap someone if a video like that came out from one of his rookies? No, he doesn't slap. He doesn't (laughs) slap. He either cuts you or trades you to the Browns. You want to play? Go play. Well, I mean, they're on hard knocks for a reason. So I mean that that is they're on hard knocks because they need to try to figure out if they can win a game. That that's what hard knocks is though. All the teams that just did bad, like they they get on hard knocks. So it's yeah. just like you never want your team really to be on hard knocks. But it, it's really hard. It's it's hard to hate the Browns after just seeing like the kind yeah they're of, like, having fun. fun. I agree. It's funny it's to good. watch. You know, they're still working hard out there on the field. I mean, it's still the NFL at the end of the day. But I mean, they're having all this fun. But who'd you say wasn't having no fun together? If if you got uh, Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon not having no fun together, what's up with that? Oh yeah, so I don't know if this is a thing or not, but like we talked about last week, we thought nobody we were said see, anything about it. Yeah, but you could see like this energy from Jarvis, like they're in the same room and he's like putting his shoes on. He's just kind of looking at, at Josh, and Josh is over on his tablet and he's just kind of focusing on what the plays are for the new offense. And like it's just, it's like HBO was kind of trying to just like create some type of. Uh, this whole entire like negative thing about both I don't of think they were trying on. to create anything. I think that there was the thing was the thing they were pointing out was that there was nothing being created between the two. There was no scenes that I saw that the two were even having a conversation together. None. You know, you you got. I mean, has Josh Jordan been in the league longer than Jarvis? I mean, I, I know he hasn't played, but I, I wanna, Jarvis I has been in for say, three years, two years. What was it? Twenty fourteen when when Josh Gordon came on the scene. 2014 or 15, and then, yeah, so I think that Jarvis right around has been the less, same. right around the same, but I mean, still, right around they should area. be connecting with each other, they should be talking, they should be, you know, well, helping each other out, I didn't see any of that, maybe next week we'll see a little bit more of it. And yeah, and you also have to remember, too, that, like, they are literally, like, competing to be the wide receiver one, like, they both want to be the one. It, see, and that's not what it's about. This is a team, right? Okay, this is a team. There is you don't worry about wide receiver one, wide receiver two. But just you know like Josh McCown, exists. Josh McCown knows that he doesn't care about quarterback one or quarterback two. He's a part of the team. So the team spirit in Cleveland to me is down right now. They're playing too much. I think that they they're not getting along very well. I mean, the only good thing that's coming I out think of them, like look, along. could you at least say that Jarvis and Josh could at least go and take a nap together? 
Dude, they have nap time. Their nap pods. Is that? I want to know if that's at every team. I do too. I need to know. I have never seen I some bet shit you like there's that. There's no nap pods or nap areas in New England. I. We, go we, to, we don't know. We're going to have to Google it. We need to figure this out because, like, it was almost as shocking as me finding out that they have a drum line instead of cheerleaders. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, I've never realized that Cleveland does not have cheerleaders. They have a drum line. Like, it just, it, it shocks me. Like, there's so much about Cleveland that I thought that I knew that I didn't know. It's like, you, you, you're, you're having a bad day? Oh, go take a nap. Don't take push through nap. it and play football. They have a come nap trailer. On. Straight we got to find out if, if if more of these have... No, oh, man. Come right, on. We're definitely come good. on, man. If you guys know of other nap trailers, tweet them at us. Let, let us see. We want to see the napping areas. Yes, we want to make do. sure they're up to par. Because Cleveland's is a little bit low. I mean, it ain't nothing but a little twin bed, you know, two beds in there or something like that. Yeah, it was... <laughs> And they're like laying there, like you don't have to nap if you don't want to. Carl Nassib likes to take his naps. Though he was talking about how he's like, I had a dream that I was by the lake, and then I woke up and took a shit, and then I'm about to play. <laughs> like Carl Nassib, that dude's a, that dude's out there with his thoughts. He's the man. wild boy of Cleveland. Yeah. Like straight up, I've already like made that. Like, <laughs> was he talking about the aliens? Oh yes, said dude. that uh, so, the United States was in contact with multiple aliens. Look, aliens, bro. Look, look, look. Don't play out- with me, Carl. Look, <laughs> if you out there, hit us up, man. We'll. We'll be your first sponsors, bro. For real. Come like, on. We'll, well, he's you saying come that, talk to us, and we'll, we'll get you word out there. We'll help you, because, yeah, we're all about that. I believe that. But, yeah, he said the Prime Minister of Canada basically came out and said there was three different types of aliens like that the U.S. has been in contact with. And the old dude got scared, bro. Like, Miles Garrett walked like, away. Nah, you crazy, man. <laughs> he straight crazy. up that said that. true. Where don't, you hear that at? Don't say that, Carl. <laughs> Carl, don't say Stop that. Stop messing with me, Carl. Loves, loves some Carl Nassib. <laughs> but I don't think that, that I love uh, Carl Nassib as much as I love Bob Wiley. Bob Wiley is my fucking spirit animal. His stomach, <laughs> when he says, Say hut! Say hut! Say hut! There's nothing better than that. That is it like takes the meme years of the year. and years of development to develop a belly like that that can move like that. Like, he, he can... He can <laughs> He could say "set hut" in a music video, and it just be like completely viral. Dude, that to needs the top to happen, charts, dude. dude. Could you imagine if like somebody got like like we need to see like one of the Cleveland players pull a Lev Bell and go have a rap career, <laughs> and then like like have him in the video just like with a bunch legit slow mo cross, no shots. shirt on, just. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta have the shirt. You gotta have the shirt. Come on, I man. guess yeah, yeah. That would be Don't too do much. all that. You know, that'd be a little too much. But no, Bob Wiley is a fucking amazing human being. Like, I oh yes, just, he is. He's he's hilarious. I love that guy. But they were playing that music. Yeah, turn that fucking music off. <laughs> like Miles Garrett's over here looking like a 1970s dude. Like, sure, that stash that he has, man. He just looks like a 70s like like pimp. Just like I don't know. And then he's out there listening to like some fucking some some old like Motown shit. Like just trying to like hit hit the bags and just say it's like how how do you do that? Slow mo shots of him hitting the bags. Yeah, just like. <laughs> but look, if you can pull it off, you a badass NFL player, and I think that player is going to be a badass this year. Miles Garrett's the truth. Dude. Yeah, that dude is the truth, man. He he's got like this mean Joe Green thing about him. I don't know. Like that's just kind of the way I look at him. Like he's got the stash. He just looks like he belongs in the seventies. Like oh yeah, that's just that's how I feel about the guy. Another wild guy from that team is 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 Kajus, dude. The four string tight end. Okay, so at the end of the episode, they're talking about how his playing is crystallizing. Now look, everybody is all talking about how he's going to get cut. 
We don't really know what's going to happen yet. We'll find out next week. Everybody's just like, man, it's going to suck when Kajus gets cut. It's going to suck. This guy, like, I, for all of y'all that know me or have been listening to me, y'all know, like, how I am about the whole positivity thing and, like, the energies and the and manifestation or whatever like that. So it's, like, he literally, like, has these crystals. And, like, I've recently kind of got into the whole crystal thing, too, of, like, the energies. Like, I literally have them at, like, where I in my office. And, like, I can just walk and hold it. And, like, my whole body will just, like, I'll feel, like, this radiance. So, like, he was talking about him and the different crystals that he had. And, like, that's what he uses when he meditates and stuff. So it's, like, it's just, like, just just medit- just vibrate high, my man, and, and find a way to stay on that team because you're a pretty cool guy. And I like me some Kajust. Yeah, we'll see if he gets to stay on the team, if it all works for him or not. Yes, yes, well, we will definitely find out how, how true this is. But, yeah, he was talking about the moon. Like, the moon, he was like, do you feel it? Do you feel the energy from the moon? And he looks like a werewolf, too, as it is. Like, he looks like Teen Wolf, you know? He's got the whole long hair thing going on. So he's like, the moon is just radiant, man. And, like, this dude's, like, looking at him, like... Because, I mean, when, you, when you're like that, you get looked at like you're a fucking nut. Like, you gotta be honest about it. But it was hilarious. Like, he's just talking here about this this shit and everything. But 5-0 uh, and o was the score for their game against the Eagles. That was the ending score. We we, we we shouted it out that it was in the third quarter on the last podcast, but that was the end. Oh. Yeah. We could, we, we could have gotten away without even saying that, and people yeah, would have no. thought that we just did that at, like, yeah, we midnight. Just, we just called it or something, yeah. <laughs> we called the game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five, five and a, like, when, when is the last time you've seen a score like that? When's the first time? <laughs> uh, the other night? <laughs> the other night. All defense. It was all defense. Offense got to get their stuff together. Uh, we already know now that Hugh is still going to be an idiot. He's not going to put Baker in with the first team. No, he's doing the right thing. He's not going to go against his word. He's going to get Tyrod hurt. Ta- Tyrod, 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 T-T-Rod. Rod, Rod, Wonder who's going to be the next one to come out and say we've been saying their names wrong. But anyway, he's going to put him out there. He's going to get him hurt and let Baker come up there, and you know, he's going to go out there with no practice with the first teams and slay out, dude. It's going to be a good thing. So tune in to Hard Knocks every week. There's one more episode coming up. We'll be recapping that next week, um, guys. Let's go ahead and just shout out Stat Route again. Uh, this is where we're about to start getting all of our information. Shout out to Stat Route. Great place. Check them out. If you want to get all your stats, all the coverage you need, roll with Stat Route. Also, Thrive Fantasy. It's football season. We're back, Jordan. That's right. Thrive Fantasy is coming up. You're going to be able to do your opportunity bets again. Bets. Ooh, I said the bad word. I said the Can't B word. That word. Didn't mean to say that. It's all about props. It's not betting. But that was before they legalized it. So yeah, very true. Uh, yeah. Gotta give the big shout out to Thrive. There's a lot going on. You need to go to bit.ly slash garage guys. Get your account signed up. We'll throw in some free nice kickers if you get that done for us. And then just start doing all of your stuff on there because that's where you're gonna win the most of your money. And it's all about winning the Benjamins and having fun playing the games. So shout out to Thrive. And let's give our weekly update. Uh where is Lev Bell? I guess it's a strip club still with them ugly women. Like he needs to get with Floyd and go to Floyd's place. <laughs> just hang out Floyd with Mayweather. Floyd. Look, look. If I ever go to Vegas, I'm, if I'm allowed, you know, with my, you know, my uh, my salary, if I'm allowed, I'm gonna go. I'm going in that place. 
You gotta go in there. So Lev Bell's still in the strip club. He basically came out and said he is not going to be uh, with the team for Labor Day. So uh, yeah, expect him to suck it up the first two weeks like last year again. He's he's just slapping it all around. I mean, even Josh Gordon came back. Even Josh Gordon's back. I mean, get your shit together, Lev. Yeah. I'm talking to you now. I'm not lecturing Hugh tonight. I'm lecturing Lev. Yeah, you need to get you need to get back to football, dude. Get You're over a top it. three fantasy draft pick. Well, Aaron Rodgers got a whole bunch of money. Odell got a whole bunch of money. I want all the monies. Just play. Be be, be blessed and be happy that you're playing be a in a team league player. that that it takes people so much hard work and dedication. There's people I know that would be just happy to get the league minimum just so they could play in that league. The longer you wait, the more they're going to run you in the ground this year. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel that they're going to run him into the ground. And it could be great for fantasy or horrible if he gets injured. And always remember, too, all it takes is one bag season to make your 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 value go to shit. Yep. And then you don't want to get traded to a shit team, my man. That's all I got to say about that. So we're rolling into our Garage Song of the Night. Uh, it's been a great show. It has. I've, I've enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. We've talked a lot. About some about some of the big news, big fantasy news this uh, this week, and we're getting one step closer. Next, Next week's week, basically the kickoffs. We're going to go through the games. We'll go through all the cuts. We'll uh, give you something to look at. Um, this will be start of fantasy season. We're going back to our original setup. I'm so pumped. I've been hyped for this. Garage talk's always fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's back to getting down to the schedule. It's back to getting to the players that are going to get you that championship this year. We love this. We live for this. 2018 NFL season episode one drops next week. Get hyped up. Get super hyped. So in order to take you out now, Jordan actually showed me last night uh, this new stuff on YouTube called 8D Music. So where did you find this stuff? Uh, it was just kind of searching, just skimming through, and I seen it, and um, it said use headphones, and uh, I didn't, I wasn't having my headphones at that time, so I just kind of saved it, and then uh, one day, whenever I had my headphones in, I played it, and I was just like, whoa, man, it's it's crazy how the way they play these songs uh, through your headphones. So it's, you got to have headphones, to listen to it right. Okay, um, so let, let's baby. give them a minute. All right, go ahead and put your headphones on, guys. Okay, well, you could have just paused it. But anyway, right, you got them on now? <laughs> got them okay. on? You get, they they get got their headphones on now. Put them in? Okay. All right, I'm not no, going to no, scream. How about this? How about this? Listen to this shit. Listen to this. It's been great. Garage Guys, Fantasy Sports, Sports Party, Repeat. This is Lil Peep, Star Shopping, 8D Audio. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.